The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have, whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world from everything from career advice to training modalities to programming, there's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash C-V-A-S-P-S, to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Hey everybody and welcome to part 8 of the Metric Minute, brought to you by Vault Performance. I'm Kareem Jakawi and today we'll examine the overall eccentric phase. This episode is a little denser, but understanding the concepts will really pay off. So let's go. A counter movement jump always starts with the athlete standing upright at zero velocity. This gentleman has a mass that's being pulled down by gravity at a constant force. In this case, a thousand newtons or roughly 225 pounds. Since he's pushing into the ground with an equal but opposite force, they're in balance and he stands still. To initiate his descent for the jump, he pulls away from the ground slightly and coils downward. Doing so changes the force balance like a seesaw. Since gravity is now larger, he accelerates downward. He will continue to accelerate downward until he passes this point of maximum eccentric velocity. His force output increases over time and decelerates his body until he's at zero velocity again, but this time at the bottom of his squat. He started at zero velocity, went into impulse debt to build speed, then had to go above and beyond body weight to return to zero velocity. However, he's now loaded elastically and ready to triple extend. These two impulses will always be equal. To summarize these concepts, a powerful explosive athlete will display an aggressive unloading phase, which will require them to hit the brakes hard and fast. This check mark is highly beneficial because they can achieve huge forces at zero velocity in minimal time, both of which are desirable athletic traits we discussed in previous episodes. Now this drawn out approach here appears in numerous situations, including heavier athletes who smartly choose to avoid exponential spikes in force, those who don't have sufficient braking power or strength to handle high rates of force development, as well as injured or perhaps fatigued individuals. There are other concepts to discuss, but this is a great starting point. Tune in next time to learn more about the connection between the eccentric and concentric phases. Until then, please feel free to reach out to myself or any of my colleagues at Vald. Thank you. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. Wow, what a week. We found our great little vocation here smack dab in the middle of national controversy. And I really think that I couldn't be prouder to be a strength and conditioning coach today for a couple of reasons that I want to touch upon. You know, Obviously, this is in reference to the happenings and the discrepancies between the two basketball tournaments. Um, 
you know, we can get into all of that, right? We can get into, you know, the equipment and the gear bags and the food and, you know, the differences between the two. And we can get into all of those things at another date. You know, obviously those things have been addressed and those things have been brought up and those things have been talked about. But what I really want to talk about is two things that make me proud to be a strength coach today. Two things that I, I really really am, am happy to have seen. The first thing that I'm proud of is to be part of a group with such great young leadership. There were a lot of people that were in that bubble down in San Antonio. It really took a chance to make sure that they stood up for what's right and they used their voice and they use their platform to showcase these issues. And if anyone thinks that these people were just snapping pictures and throwing them up on the gram and there was no backlash and there was no pressure against them, I can assure you that you're sorely mistaken. These people fought for the athletes that they get to work with. These people stood up for something that they saw that was wrong. And I'm really proud of them for doing that. And because of them sticking their neck out and putting their foot down to do what's right, there were improvements to things. And that's great. And that's leadership. That's 100% leadership. It is looking at a situation, doing what's right, and then getting people to follow you, which is the second thing that I'm super proud of right now. And that is the response by the sport performance, strength and conditioning community, whatever we want to call it. When these things were made aware, you know, when these posts hit and these messages hit and this information came out that there were these mass disparities, the entire strength and conditioning community rallied around them to show support, not just for the athletes, but for these great coaches who were stuck in a situation where things were not being done right. And that makes me really proud to be a strength coach. Because what it shows is that we put our money where our mouth is. We always talk about, oh, well, we're, we're the group that's always here to do what's best for the athletes. And, you know, it's all about them and, and all of those things. But when the situation arose where it wasn't and we needed to say, hey, this isn't right. The leadership was there to bring attention to it and to draw out the problem for other people to notice. And then everyone, for the most part, rallied around and said, you're right, this needs to be fixed. Now, obviously there is a long way to go. Obviously there are still disparities and things that need to be addressed. Obviously, you know, we haven't found a way to maybe make it completely fair yet. But the needle moved a lot 
because the attention was drawn by those great leaders in the bubble. And I'm really proud of them for doing that. And I'm really proud of the coaches who saw this and were like, uh-uh, this ain't right. We need to fix this. So even though it was a terrible situation, and even though it's something that we all know was really just the wrong thing, there may be some positives that have come out of it. And I think that's pretty awesome. And I'm proud to be a strength coach because of the people who were the ones who initially put their foot down, put their posts out, and kept them out to make sure that the athletes got what they, they should have. But let's also make sure that we recognize one other group. Because I think that one thing we all like to talk about is we need to separate ourselves from sport coaches. The sport coaches were the other ones that made the comments. The sport coaches were the other ones that showed support. The sport coaches were the other ones who were taking a stand. Now, obviously, it's their sport, right? That's an easy one to say. But as loud as they were, others were silent. And the only time words speak louder than actions is when you're in a situation like this and all we hear is crickets. But you know what? I think that's probably something we can think about and talk about over brunch one day. But as always, I truly appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. I'm proud to be a strength coach today, and I hope you are too. See you next time.